<laughs> what is that face you're making? <laughs> Greeting, um, Super Ninfrendos and fellow Tarnished. Welcome to episode 81 of Next Gen Newsweek. My name is Mitch. Joining me, as always, Richard. Hello. Michael. Meow, meow. Chase. Hello. And welcoming back, Sir Steven. Welcome back. Hello. Uh, we have, to be back. yeah, we have a lot of stuff, not really talk about this week, but there's a lot of, uh, this is the last week of like, or it was the last week of like major February game releases. We've all survived it. Our wallets probably hurt a lot. No chases probably hurts the most right now. <laughs> um, before we get into talking about that. Uh, I would want to tell you about our sponsor again, which is Dubby Energy. Uh, you can get all sorts of great things from Dubby Energy at their website, w.gg. Use the code NEXTGEN at checkout to get 10% off of your order, or you can click the link in the description of this video. Check them out. They're awesome. Um, and with that, let's go ahead and jump into what we've been playing. Steven, we haven't heard from you in a while, so what have you been playing? Uh, still trying to beat um the world ends with you. God, I did not know that game was going to drag on like that. Um, I think that's one of the few games that I try to go through and get all the side missions and all the motivation words and uh combos and pins and uh conversation lines and and different stuff. Um, I took it back way back in um loaded up metal slug i just i just had to have some of that i don't know why but um i, I just had to play it like I, I woke up one day and i was like metal slug <laughs> and, and uh yeah nikki was kind of looking at me crazy i don't think she understood what i was saying but that was like the first two words that i said that day yeah. um they kind of be like then, if i woke up and went anime titties and steven's like why are you in my bed <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've been playing um, Pokemon Legends too um, and kind of been spoiling it for myself as I was playing it because you know Facebook and their groups and forums Um, but yeah other than that I've pretty much been chilling working on some music trying to figure out why uh, Spotify won't let me download my uh my instrumental EP on there. Um, you can pay a certain amount of money to release an album on there. And uh, they just haven't gotten back to me. They said it was some type of issue and it, they couldn't do it. And they haven't gotten back to me. So that's that's delayed. I'm hoping by beginning of spring, mid-spring, I can have it out there. Uh, but other than that, I've pretty much been chilling. Awesome. Michael, what have you been playing? Uh, a lot of Fortnite. Uh, try to get to tier 100 just to have that Spider-Man skin. Uh, so now I'm unlocking all the extra costumes. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of No Man's Sky because those expeditions. Um, what else? Something else. Legends Arceus and Lost Ark. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really been as involved in Lost Ark. To me, it's kind of like, okay... Like, if you like MMOs, you'll probably like Lost Art because it's like every other MMO. Yeah. 
you ever get around to playing with David and all them, or are you still solo? No, I still haven't had a chance. Yeah, I've just been soloing it, which, I mean, it'd probably be fine with friends, but just, like, the enemies are not hard, at least so far. Yeah. I haven't even gotten to level 50 yet, so, like, I haven't hit any, like, real content yet. But it, it's it's an MMO. Are you still going to try to beat uh, Legends Arceus as your first game you've ever beaten? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Try to 100% that. Yeah. Awesome. Get all the, get all the titties. <laughs> all the titties. All the, the female looking Pokemon to keep in your party. Yeah. The giant waifus. Man. Uh, Chase, what have you been up to? I've been just hanging out in the Forbidden West. That's all I've been doing. I'm like 66 out in. Jesus. I've cl- I've cleared about I want to say about sixty or sixty five percent of the map, um, and there's still a lot you can do. Like there's still a lot of areas I can't access because apparently uh, it has like Metroidvania elements where you can't get to certain areas without certain tools. Mm. So yeah, I have not unlocked some of those tools yet. So um, so I'm, I will have to go back to those uh, you know previous areas and see what's in those areas once i get those tools unlocked uh but like man it's i'm I'm having trouble putting it down like i just don't want to stop playing it um i'm having a lot of fun with it there's so many side quests i'm like level 38 um so like i'm still running into enemies that are way stronger than me and i'm still running i'm in and i've been you know the, the enemies that are way way uh under leveled compared to me uh i'm like taking them out in like one hit so but um, yeah, like it's it's been great. The story has been incredible. Like it still looks, I mean, still looks so good, so beautiful. It's I'm I'm just like loving it so far. So yeah, and then I'll and then I have purchased Elden Ring. I have committed to that. Um, after this, so we're just waiting on. We'll see how how how, how much progress I'm gonna make until next week. Well, chop chop. We gotta we gotta do <laughs> chop chop. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Richard, uh, anything other than Elden Ring? I know we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but... Yeah, uh, so I've kind of had to, I've suspended my play of, of Elder Scrolls Online, but I still go on to, to do my dailies, which that only takes about half an hour or something like that, because I only run, only run two characters. Uh, and then you No Man's Sky, they've got that, the fifth expedition, which is, it's really long-winded. I think there's only about four weeks left in that, so... If you haven't started yet, get started. Um, there's a lot of time-consuming things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say this to anybody playing it that might be listening to it. Uh, the fifth rendezvous point is at a green system. And the closest red system to the fifth rendezvous point, if you go there... We lost Steven. Steven left us. We lost Steven. If you go there... Uh, there will be a planet, and somebody has created a base that you can see from space, and it said, beetles are here. Uh, beetles are important for two reasons. Uh, one of the milestones is you have to have a beetle companion. Another milestone is that you have to fly on a beetle companion for 4,000 units. And then another one is a milk-collecting thing, and the beetles, and oddly enough, um, Chase, you talked about milking beetles. <laughs> If you milk a beetle, you'll get craw milk, which is really hard to get a hold of. Oh, so, my God. Um, <laughs> beetle titties. Uh, remember, um, fifth rendezvous, 
fifth rendezvous point, green system, the closest red system. You'll have to have a cadmium drive to get there. So uh, check that out. It'll You can knock out three of those milestones in one little area. So other than that, yeah, Elden Ring. Well, let's talk about Elden Ring. Richard, how are you, how are you liking it so far? Yeah, yeah, all right, so I love it. Um, it is overwhelming as, as someone who's a, a veteran Souls player that, you know, this is definitely my favorite type of game ever. It's, it really is. It's overwhelming, and I think that adds, like, a mental difficulty because, you know, with other Dark Souls, I, I'm a completionist. And it's that constant fear that, you know, I've missed something or, you know, I've done something wrong. Had it not been for the notes on the ground, there's a, um, there's a witch that appears at the Church of Ella at night. And she gives you something that I'm, I think is very, very important. Um, maybe, it's, maybe it's just a way to get it earlier. I don't know if you, if you miss it, if you just miss it completely. But um, if it's nighttime warp to the church of Ella and you'll see a witch there and she gives you some items that I think you really need. So, you know, I, I'm already wondering, damn, is there something else I've missed? Cause I, I don't want to go look at a guide. I don't want to look at a, how to start and all that stuff. I, I really want to just be surprised over and over again. And it has, but there is that fear that yeah, I've missed something important. So, well, other um, than that, man, it's great. So, I'm trying. I'm not going to like do spoilers or anything. It's not like story related, but you know, like every, at least with my experience, I've only played Demon Souls in this. Um, so I, mean, I played a little of Dark Souls three, but like every uh, game I have played has had like this boss that like is at the tutorial of the game, and you're not. I mean, some of them, I guess, you're not supposed to beat them, but if you if you do beat them, you get certain rewards or something like that. And I did see that what the reward was for if you kill that like tutorial boss, and it actually is a really nice uh, thing. But I don't think you can, it's like a nice weapon and shield. But I don't think you can even use it until you, like later on in the game. But it's like a magic based sword or something like that. But yeah, it's I got it about halfway, and it just man, it's he's got so much HP. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it's fun. It, I've I've had more enjoyment with this than even i did with i mean i still like demon souls but i feel like i've put more time into this one already than i an effort into it and learning the game than i did with um demon souls but uh right before we started recording i got destroyed and i lost a bunch of stuff and i'm just mad and i just want to go back and get it so, <laughs> I mean, richard was i guess he was because he's he had it for a week now but like he hasn't because all the other stuff, he hasn't really put a lot of time into it. And I bought it last night. And I guess we were kind of synced up where we were at a little bit. And he went through this cave with a bunch of wolves in it. And at the end of it was like a wolf man boss. And then on the ground, there was a bunch of like signs of like, I did it. And he was just like, you guys had problems with this? And I was like, and he didn't tell me he was like fighting some wolf boss. And I was like, man, I just got my ass kicked by some wolf boss. He's like, that's the boss I was just talking about. How did you <laughs> yeah, lose to that? <laughs> easiest boss in Souls game history. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and I got my shit rocked by it. No, it, wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I just needed to do better resource management. Um, but yeah. It's fun. I just got my little horse. My horse that can double jump. It's fantastic. So if you're not a caster, here, this is sage advice for any Souls game. Don't don't fat roll. 
Like if if you start out as like the vagabond, unequip that halberd unless you're gonna use it. Don't have a bunch of shit equipped so that when you roll, you, fat rolling is when you're too heavy to like really roll properly. Mm. Make sure you're not fat rolling. If you're fat rolling in a Souls game, you're you're gonna get slaughtered. I think my um, my biggest complaint or not complaint, my problem is I'll get hit once. And my character gets so staggered, he just sits there and just takes like two or three more hits, and then my health is just gone. Yeah. That's just where we're at with You that. know, you can also rebalance your flasks. Since you're a caster, you can do that at those... I don't, You know, I, I still call them bonfires. <laughs> I call them bonfires. Oh, the, when, you, when you touch grass? I mean, grace? Yeah, yeah. Sight of grace, that's it. They're called sights of grace. Yeah, you can, um, I can't remember what the option is, but you can actually, like, divert health flasks and magic flasks. Because, like, I think I started with, like, three health flasks and two magic flasks, even as a vagabond. I don't use magic. So, like, I immediately, like, converted my magic flasks over to just health flasks. Yeah. Interesting. Um, anyway, let's jump off of that and talk about some news. This week, League uh, of Legends. Ah, don't say that word on here. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, we're gonna start with the uh, PlayStation Plus and Xbox Games with Gold and the games for Game Pass for this month. Uh, so on the PlayStation side, we have uh, Ghost Runner and for a PS5 exclusive, Ghost of Tsushima Legends, which is the multiplayer for Ghost of Tsushima. And then in non-related ghost stuff, there's Ark Survival Evolved and Team Sonic Racing. Um, the Xbox Games with Gold is terrible, as always, but the Game Pass stuff is really nice. The Games with Gold is The Flame in the Flood, Street Power Soccer, Sacred 2 Fallen Angel, and probably one of the best games ever, SpongeBob's Truth or Square. Um, <laughs> and then with Game Pass, this is... Stuff that it's kind of just trickling out all throughout the month. This isn't just available all right now. Uh, you have Flight Simulator coming to uh, the cloud. Uh, Far Changing Tides for Xbox, PC, and cloud. Kentucky Route Zero, which I've heard really good things about. I want to try it. It's a little indie game. Xbox, PC, cloud. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, the one that just came out in October, uh, is coming out. It's on PC, cloud, and, and console, which I think that's March 13th. So if you've been waiting to get that, it's a good little pickup. Uh, Young Souls. It's a really good game. <laughs> yeah. Young Souls coming to everything. Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Returns for Xbox and PC. And Lawn Mowing Simulator. It's coming out. If you like mowing the yards but you don't want to get out because you got allergies, you know? Like you just get out there and you just cut some virtual or grass. <clears throat> we're headed to spring, so if you need to, like, mm -hmm. if you feel you need to brush up skills on yard maintenance before it starts. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, there's a simulator for everything. It's crazy. There's one for like power washing houses. It's, it's like a twenty dollar. There's a lore. For, <laughs> there's a lore for those games. Yes, for power wash simulator. Oh my god! Tell me, I need to know. So, um, just long story short, it um, the way that they explained it. Uh, the guy who's doing the power watching jobs and the guy who contacts you, he kind of gives you side stories on the person's house or car or uh, playground that you're cleaning up. And um, at the end of the game, well, towards the end of the game, you've got um, this volcanic area. And uh, pretty much the, the town that you're in, 
um, takes a turn for the worst Pompeii style. Oh my um, God. And they're saying that um, the guy who is taking the contract is taking it from uh, some demon from ancient Rome time and he's setting out to destroy the, the, the city and it's like he's watching <laughs> off the seals that's on the house and and all this other stuff, and I was like, "You've got to be Man, kidding me!" What fucking what? Yeah. That that is incredible. <laughs> you know, I so, love that. I absolutely love that. So, so as we're talking about this, it, um, a an, an update for Power Wash Simulator just popped up on Twitter, and it just says "New Jobs Cosmetics uh, Gnome Return and Fixes and More." <laughs> And then the Mario flood, and then <laughs> <laughs> you're just watching satanic symbols off of houses. That's fantastic. <laughs> like okay, like and he's like, oh yeah. And then you go to like a lava world. I was like, oh, like what? <laughs> oh my god, that is awesome. <laughs> I wish every simulator game had that. Like lawn mowing simulator. Oh yeah, halfway through, like you just fall into a sinkhole, and then you're just in like hollow earth, and there's like. Godzilla's and King Kong in the background, and they're duking it out. And you're you're only armed with like a push mower, so you just sit there cutting the grass down there, watching this like kaiju battle happen in the background, or just something like every single one of them has got some shit like that going on. That'd be fantastic. Oh my god, they should they should start the next Mario game as a plumbing simulator, (laughs) (laughs) and then take the twist, you know. I think the biggest troll ever would be if Nintendo was like, yeah, this is the new Mario game. And like literally the whole time, it's it's like a um, a more down-to-earth Mario game where he is just a plumber and you're just helping people with like their <laughs> side quests and, or their like projects and it's like a kitchen sink simulator. Like the whole game. It's just like the whole thing. Because <laughs> like, no one, and they just like, they didn't put that in the trailer though, so everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, this is awesome!" It's good, like some high fantasy Mario game, and like all that stuff is like a dream that Mario has, like in the opening of it, and then it's just him, like just doing <laughs> doing drugs, wearing pants that don't fit properly, and his ass cracks is hanging out, and him and Luigi are just like eating shrooms and fixing pipes, like <laughs> be great, and laying some pipe. I wasn't going to say it, but you did, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you don't have the money to pay for this? Well. <laughs> Take a look at my mushroom. Mm. <laughs> I call him Toad. <sighs> Speaking of Nintendo, they are um, pissing a bunch of people off, which is not, it's not an irregular thing. They're always pissing somebody off. Um, and they have been pissing off the fighting game community with Evo. Uh, because they have withdrawn Smash Brothers from all Evo fighting stuff, fighting game tournaments this year, which um, they've been a part of it since 2007. Um, but last year that Sony purchased Evo, and people think that, that has a part to deal with it, and then also the fact there was a lot of like uh, sexual harassment stuff going on two years ago with it. Um, but they're, they are not going to be a part of Evo this year, so um, I won't be paying attention to that at all, because that's the only thing I care about with Evo. Um, Richard, you, I don't know if you thought this was funny or not, but someone bought the domain for SilentHill.com so they could uh, yeah. troll yeah, Konami with it, um, publishing uh, tweets from uh, what was it, Masahiro Ito. 
Where she's like, I wish I hadn't designed fucking Pyramid Head. It's like just sharing all these tweets and shit about it. Yeah, I don't, you know, I, I'm glad they did it because it's, it's, it's way past time for Silent Hill to come back. There, there's no reason other than, you know, Konami's desire to do pachinko games. Um, I feel like, and of course, you know, I can't tell some big Japanese company what to do, but they, they've got a lot of great IPs. And I mean, if they're not going to do anything with it, maybe not sell them, but at least sell the rights, you know, let someone else do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got, well, they got Castlevania, they got Silent Hill, they got Contra. I mean, they got, well, there's been Contra games coming out, but you know, they're mediocre at best. So. <laughs> I thought it was so, interesting. What? So does anyone know um, uh, about this game called Amnesia? Yeah. I've heard okay. of it. So do you think it would be a good idea if they decided to sell the rights? If um, the developers of Amnesia picked up Silent Hill? Because I think that they could probably do something with it. I would I'd be okay with it, obviously. Um, Amnesia is not a combat game, though, is it? Um, it kind of is. I mean, I'm sure they could work it into it. Even them or um, Red Barrels, which is the company that makes like Outlast. Like, I feel like they could do something good with it too. Except that Red Outlast, there is no combat in those games. But there's games. a there's a Silent Hill that they made. I think it came out for the Wii or the Wii U or something like that. It was like Frozen Memories or something. It was supposed to be sort of like a retelling of the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a non-combat Silent Hill, and it did not go over well at all. Well, wasn't so, it the PT demo? It was non-combat, wasn't it? Yeah, but that wasn't classic Silent Hill, though. Hmm. That was, um, I don't know, I don't know what that was. It was awesome, <laughs> but it wasn't like it. I don't know. It wasn't. There was yeah. There was no combat in that at all. That was basically walk around in circles till the creepy ghost lady killed you. Yeah. Um, I know we kind of already talked about Elden Ring. I do want to praise its um, stats though and statistics because after we recorded is when the Elden Ring reviews came out, um, and it was getting ten out of tens everywhere, which is like one of those things where it's like, holy shit, this is like actually going to live up. Uh, to the hype behind it, Richard, you got like you look like you have something you want to say. No, 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 I'm listening. Okay, no. I'm being um, attentive. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. It is currently at a. Uh, if you if you use Metacritic and you think that it's a, a decent thing to listen to, uh, it's currently at a 97, so it's on par with Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, GTA 5, the original Halo. To name a couple of, there's like three or four Tony Hawk games on that the 97 list. See, I think that some of those games actually, like, kind of piss on the ranking of 10. Like, you're going to compare them and put them in the same category as some of those games. It's like, well, that makes it sound like it's not that good. Well, I mean, the thing, well, the thing is, is like, you know, they, they combines all the review scores. So somewhere, I don't, I don't know what reviewer it was. But somewhere in there, some reviewers weren't giving it 10 out of 10s. And I should have pulled up what they were shitting on the game about. Because uh, they're the reasons why it's not higher. Because the only thing that's like higher than that is like Ocarina of Time and like one or two other games. I think Higher than a 10? Well, no. Like the combined Metacritic score. Cause it oh, goes gotcha. Up to, it goes gotcha. up to 100. 
And Ocarina of Time, I think, is like the only game that's at a 99 on Metacritic. I don't know. There, there was a Hard Drive article that said that they, they had paid off every single reviewer that exists. Mm. <laughs> Where's our money? Damn, what the hell? <laughs> I'm about to file a class action lawsuit. Um, it has... Uh, I just I don't have like sales numbers across everything, but uh, on Steam, the current... Well, at the time I made the notes, which was yesterday... It, 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 the total concurrent players was 891,000, which means that just on PC alone, it's close to a million uh, players going, which means across everything, it's probably sold about one and a half to two million copies, which is up 26% from Dark Souls 3, which was the, up until Elden Ring came out, which was the highest grossing uh, Dark Souls game, or, or Soulsborne game, I should say. Uh, so yeah, it's selling really well, which means that they're probably going to do Dark Souls games do expansions, Richard. Uh, yes, yeah. So it's gonna get some. Uh, I think they. I think each one has had two. Nice. Well, hopefully that means they're gonna keep supporting it, and maybe Elden Ring will become its own. You would you want Elden Ring to be like an Elden Ring one and two, or just like no, alone? no. Um, I mean, they can, they can do something else with this formula, but I've often said that, you know, from soft, their, their real talent is just like you, you create that one IP and then, you know, you leave it at that. You know, I don't, I don't want another secure. I mean, I do, but I don't want another Sekiro bloodborne, you know, I just, they're so good. And, you know, it's instead of Elden ring two, I'd like to see something else in this format. Well, they laid the beginning on pretty thick um, as far as um, the legend and the lore. So it wouldn't really make sense to try to come out with something else to to try to top that as, as far as the Elden Ring sequel. It, would, yeah. it just wouldn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, it would to me, it would only make sense because they got like, you know, George R.R. R. Martin involved, which is like he's known for like massive storytelling stuff. So, I mean, bringing him on makes you think like, Oh, I could do it. But I mean, leave the man alone. So he'll finish the fucking game of Thrones books. Like just, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's so weird because even, you know, they got all this lore, but just like other Soulsborne games, it's given to you like very cryptically. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. I don't know <laughs> why I'm tarnished or I know that there was an Elden ring. That was awesome, and it shattered, and the shit hit the fan. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of sequels, the uh, ninth generation of Pokemon uh, was revealed uh, back on Pokemon Day, which was on Sunday the 27th. Yeah. Um, so they announced Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, the first true open-world Pokemon games. Um, when Pokemon Legends Arceus was announced, everyone thought it was going to be open world, and they got turned into an open area game. But this is going to actually be the first open world Pokemon game. Michael, you're just as big a Pokemon fan as I am, or if not more. How are you feeling about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? Well, the logos need some work. Holy shit. <laughs> but at a certain point, what do we call open world? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I kind of feel, I kind of feel like we had the open world already. Like maybe, like not quite in a truest sense, but what, 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 what qualifies as open world at this point? 
Um, well, as far as Pokemon goes, you can walk in and out of the city without a loading screen and um, not having to go back to a hub world like Monster Hunter and uh, Arceus. So I mean, fair enough. I would I would say that's like the as far as in the Pokemon sense, that's like the big separation right there. It's like I can walk from one town to another without it. You know, having to cut back and forth between loading screens and stuff. It's just seamless. With no with no visible transition. Got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it's generally, like it, it'll load everything that's like right in front of you and kind of like unload the assets behind you, I guess, to help like mm-hmm. keep the game loading forward. Yeah. Uh, Steven, how do you feel about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? I'm not really ready for it. Um, also, is the Switch ready for it? I mean, we already have pop-in with what we have right now. Yep. Terrible pop-in. Like, I'm, I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Like, I've been um, looking at different fan art, um, different people's uh, takes on the announcement. and That's a dangerous game. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, I, I just don't know how I feel about it. But, you know, I'll, I'll reserve judgment until some more content comes out. Um, because I haven't, I haven't really completed my storyline with, with Pokemon. But then again, I can't really say that I you can complete it because it's, it's kind of all over the place. And it kind of seems like it's uh, different universes in my eyes anyway. So I'm not really sure. Oh, I'm just going to have to wait to reserve judgment on it. Yep. Chase, are you ready to jump back into another generation of Pokemon now that you just finished Arceus? Yes. <laughs> you finished Arceus already? <clears throat> yeah, yeah I, I finished it. Uh, well, I, I didn't like I didn't like 100% like everything in the game, but I did get the, uh, the true ending. So, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, it looks... It looks good so far. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there's there's always you know room for improvement because you know when you're when you're playing PlayStation Five open world games and you're looking at you know Nintendo open world games, they're completely different ballparks. But uh, I mean, I'm I'm excited to try it out. I'm excited to, to see it work. They'll, like one of the big gripes about Arceus was um, like I I would I would want to travel between the zones. And you can't do that. You have to go back to the hub, back out, back to the hub, back mm-hmm. out. And that's one of the things I did not like. Maybe they'll update that at some point. But who knows? Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. If it's if it's going to be open world, I'm hopping in. That would make probably the sixth through tenth open world game that I'm probably going to play. Probably more for you, Chase, and <laughs> everyone else. But like, my God, mm-hmm. this is. I mean, I'm already on number three of just this like and we're only in the third month so far now mark just started like oh my god uh richard you are uh you seem pretty excited about pokemon (laughs) yeah of course man you got the the cat with the marijuana leaf on his face so yeah no he's actually missing a leaf but yeah i've i've loved all the weed cat stuff that i've I've seen Mm -hmm. so far there's been a lot of a lot of great art out there and a a lot of bitching, afraid that he's gonna turn bipedal. Yeah, seen that. It's like a big concern. Apparently, there was some other cat in some other Pokemon game that ended up yes. being a furry or something like that, and, and everybody was like, "No, 
Oh, so I don't know what the big deal is with that. Like, I mean, is it that much of a deal? I don't. Y'all are all more into Pokemon than I am. So let me let me ask you four: Is that really a big deal? If that little cat turns into a wrestler or like something that walks on two feet, are y'all gonna be pissed? No, it's just. I mean, oh. not really, but it's tired design. Like, they oh, keep on you. doing right. it. Like, they did, like, what, there's th- three firefighting types just yeah. from the starters? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's tired. Yeah, more more people are, I think, going to be upset if uh, the fire starter Fue Coco turns into a firefighting crocodile than they would be if um, the cat, what is the cat's name, Sprigatito turns into a bipedal cat. And, and a lot my... of people are uh, putting forth like dual typings. I'm okay with them staying single type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get dual typing out. I'm um, going to get the duck and I want him to evolve into Scrooge McDuck. It'd be fucking <laughs> awesome, man, because I love DuckTales. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or Donald. And I got a Donald-like look yeah. with the colors. Yeah. And to Michael's point, this is the third water duck Pokemon, too. So, I mean, like, they're... Mm. There's plenty of those. Um, I was pitching to someone like, okay, if they like to keep Pokemon starters having similar like aspects to them. Uh, the one from the last game, I don't know its name. I, I never used it. It was like the lizard starter, the water one. It ended up when it, mm-hmm. it final evolution, like it had like a, a unique move where it had like a sniper. Like it literally was like a lizard with a sniper rifle. And, mm-hmm. um, I think that Quaxley, the water starter, should turn into a giant pirate duck with a musket. I think it'd be cool. <laughs> um, this game is like they've pretty much confirmed this game is spaced. Oh my god, based in Spain, uh, so it'd be a lot of like um, Spanish influences in the game. Um, so yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, this this is an actual quote from the. Um, the Pokemon website it says various towns blend seamlessly into the wilderness with no borders. You will be able to see the Pokemon of this region in the skies, the seas, the forests, on the streets, all over. You'll be able to experience the true joy of the Pokemon series. And then this is kind of like something that people have latched onto, where it says battling against wild Pokemon in order to catch them. Now in an open world game, so they've pretty much said that they're going. According to this, they've pretty much abandoned the catching mechanics of Pokemon Legends in favor of the traditional Pokemon thing. Does that kind of like upset anyone? You're not going to be able to just throw balls at something constantly until it sticks. Uh, I mean, because it feels like a one-off mechanic, especially for uh, for Pokemon. Um, for them to, you know, keep it a tradition of turn-based battling the Pokemon to wear it out and then catch it. Uh, that that was just their thing. It's It just worked out well for them. And for them to switch it up for one game is okay, but if they decided to continue on with it, I don't I don't think it would work out well because you can do a lot of uh, chain catching. Uh, you can get two, three Pokemon around you at, at the same time and if you link stuff up well and have your stuff organized right, you can catch multiple Pokemon within a few seconds of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's cool, but of course, you know, there's a lot of people out there that weren't ready for that, and they're shitting on the game for that alone. Um, and I think it'll just be a continuing trend of shitting on the game when it's a real good game. Um, and so I think they should just go back to the traditional term based of catching up. That's a good point. Um, 
I mean, I don't really care either way. Like, I've, I've done turn-based battling to weaken Pokemon for 20-ish years, 25 years now. So, I mean, one more game ain't going to hurt me. Uh, what's everyone going to do as far as, like, starters? Everyone, I mean, Richard said he's going with Quaxley. Um, the Duck. I, I'm leaning yeah, Quaxley, I, but... I think I want to go with Quaxley because um, I've seen some really good fan art on the final evolution. And uh, people are thinking that he's going to be a matador. And mm. some of the drawings that I've seen were like awesome. So I'm like, I really, I really want to see where he's going. Michael, Chase and if he doesn't turn out the way I want him to, then I'll just delete my save file and start over. <laughs> I will change him. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I just, I just googled the final evolution of Quaxley, and I just have an image where. His final evolution, he actually, he does, he ends up being uh, Donald Duck from Kingdom Hearts. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, who uh, was that Robot Duck from the uh, DuckTales series? Oh, uh, Robo Duck. Yeah, Robo Duck. <laughs> Need. Huge Duck. I, I literally watched DuckTales yesterday. Did you ever watch Darkwing Duck? Oh, it's Gizmo Duck. <laughs> Darkwing Duck? Of course. Man, that is the multiverse movie franchise that Disney is totally turning a blind eye to. <laughs> I agree. They need to make a DuckTales movie, a uh, Darkwing Duck movie, Robot, and just interweave them and everything. It'd be amazing. Hey, this is total side tangent. I know we're sort of in the same age. Y'all remember watching Rescue Rangers? Yeah. Have y'all seen the yes. trailer for that trash fucking movie that they're making about it? <laughs> No. Oh, I, was I wanted I was to rip off. my whole fucking TV off the wall and throw it through the wall when I saw that. I was so goddamn pissed. It was god awful. If you're a yeah. Rescue Rangers fan and you just feel like being pissed for the rest of the day, watch that trailer. I don't. I don't think I will. <laughs> so anyway. Michael Fucking Chase. reality show trash movie is what it is, man. It's <laughs> awful. It's not a Rescue Rangers movie. Loud yelling. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. We can continue. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Who do y'all plan on picking for your starters? <laughs> I'm probably gonna cheat a little bit and see what the final evolution is. But it's probably gonna be between Fuec Coco or Sprigato. I'm doing Sprigato. Or you could just do the thing where you you find someone else with the game, you you new game it, you send the starters to them, and then they send them back to you, and then you just go with all three starters. Let's do it that way. Or um, if they let you use Pokemon Home with it, I think you can get to like some a certain point, and you can just yeah. send it to your Pokemon Home inbox and just reset it. Mm-hmm. I think you and replay be- an hour of gameplay? I don't think so. Have they ever done this? Because to me, as someone that's that's not as into it as others, I think it would be cool because, you know, when I think about like Eevee, and Eevee has different forms depending Mine, on like things you can do. What if like, what if that was the way with a starter? Like the final evolution of a starter was really dependent on something that you did or something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, this isn't confirmed. That was on the Pokemon Reddit. And people were speculating about how, um, so like, cause you know, every generation here lately has had like some kind of weird gimmick 
with how the battling system works. Um, and typically the, um, whatever the gimmick is, they tease it somehow like in the logo, um, which I have to do a little bit of research on this, but, um, like with X and Y, there was like, um, the image of like, there's like a hint of like the mega evolution in the logo with the Z moves for, uh, sun and moon, the, um, what are they called? Gigantamaxing and sword and shield. And this one, there's appears to be like, and I'll see if I'll send the link over, but it's something would do with like um, DNA or something in the logo for hmm. for Violet and Scarlet. So people Pokemon think that, Fusion. I mean, maybe, but people think that there's a uh, there's a hint that Pokemon are going to be able to change their typing like mid battle to like accommodate different moves that they're hmm. doing and stuff like that. Um, there's also in the trailer they've, they've got um, these crests and one of them has oranges on it and the other one has grapes and people are thinking that like the whole story of this game is going to be two competing schools doing stuff got any together grapes? yeah yeah, yeah. Some got any grapes because <laughs> yeah. uh, the outfits in the game are different depending on which version that you pick so, yeah. so, and the reason I asked, I was I'm looking at Quaxley images and final evolutions, and there's one here that's it's water and steel as the final evolution, and he kind of has, I mean, he's got like a cool look to him, but you know, you were talking about maybe changing like type mid fight or something like that. I'm talking about like forcing people to make like a permanent decision, mm. like you know, evolution, and you know, like if you don't want water and steel, of course. I know it should be about the move set and not how they look, but you know, to me, it, it also factors how they look. You know, if you didn't necessarily want water and steel, then you go like you know, water and fairy or something like that, and actually changes their appearance too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, how about mid battle? They randomly start asking you a bunch of Spanish questions because no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Michael, did you do the um, the DLC for Sword and Shield? I bought it. Um, or I guess if anyone did, there is a Pokemon that you, that you get in the DLC, and you I think it's the first DLC, and like you you have yes. like these two towers you can go through, and this particular Pokemon it can change like its evolution changes depending on. Uh, which one that you do? I'm gonna try to find that real quick. Um, but yeah, it it was very interesting, like how they decided. To, I think one of them was like dark fighting, and the other one was water fighting. Um, mm. DLC. But anyway, I'm excited to uh, try that out. I'm gonna somebody vamp real quick while I try to figure this out. Oh, I found it. Um, I think some of the more interesting evolutions has been um, Pangoro, um, where you had to have a dark type in the game, like on your team, for him to evolve. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Panchamp, uh, because and oh, it's no. funny because like originally when they came out with dark types, they didn't want it to seem like it was an evil type. That's why they didn't have a light type. Yeah. So, uh, for them to be like, oh, he's corrupted by dark types is kind of like weird and kind of goes against what they originally said about dark typing. Um, and then what was it? Uh, that weird octopus thing, mouse something. 
Um, anyway, like for it to evolve, you have to have your at least with the 3ds, you had to have it upside down. Yep. Yeah, it was um. Oh God, it's like a squid or something, and it evolves yeah, into an just... upside down squid. Yeah. So the the Pokemon I'm talking about is uh, Cubfu, and it'll evolve into Urshifu, and it has a it's a fighting dark or fighting water type depending on uh, a choice that you make in the game. You like level it up in a specific way depending on the choice that you make, and it'll turn into one of those two different. I mean, the Pokemon looks the same, but it has like a different stance, like a fighting stance depending on uh, which one that you decide to go with. Um. But yeah, they're coming out uh, this holiday, roughly. I think they, oh, I think they said late twenty twenty two, which usually means that November time frame. Which brings us to our last little bit of stuff. Where does Breath of the Wild two fit into Nintendo's holiday lineup if it's still coming out this year? It's not coming out this year. I think I think it's going to get delayed. Does anyone think differently? <laughs> well, I know I don't think, but have they've not put anything concrete? Can you really delay something that they've not given a release date for? They just said twenty twenty two. Oh, they mm-hmm. have confirmed twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. I feel like what was that? You know, we just had a um, a Nintendo Direct, and I remember I kept I kept saying they're going to announce it. They're going. I feel like because they didn't talk about it, that just set my tone for my expectation for the rest of the year on it. But typically, they don't talk about Zelda until E3. That's kind of like the game that they, they always say. <laughs> yeah, but they, they've announced so much stuff across the course of this year. I just I don't see it. I don't see it. You're going to be playing it next Easter. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so far, their confirmed lineup for this second half of the year is Splatoon 3. It's just summer, but it's either going to be July or August. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is September. Pokemon is late 2022, usually November. Bayonetta 3 is also slated to come out in 2022, which means that probably one of them is going to come out in October and the other one's going to come out in December. But if they did that, that would mean that from September through December, they have released one open world RPG a month. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, it, I just I don't see that being something that happens. <laughs> I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I would love to play Zelda uh, this year, but we'll just I don't think to... it's in the cards. I don't, uh, I hope so. I hope it is. Maybe Xenoblade or Bayonetta will get delayed. No, Xenoblade will come out. I hope maybe Bayonetta will get pushed back to spring and we'll get Zelda December or something. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're closing up before we get into trivia I'm just going to go through uh, the poll I actually changed the poll I lied when I said what the poll was last week because it was a Pokemon Presents and so instead I changed it to be what starter are you leaning towards in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet our base of people 55.6% said they're going to go with Sprigatito 11% with Coco. there's no Coco love and uh Thirty-three percent Quaxley, and in this week's poll is: Do you think that Breath of the Wild Two is still releasing in twenty twenty-two? And it's just a yes or no. It'll be available as soon as the show ends. And I have a trivia question 
for everyone. Steven, you have an opportunity to get on the board, sir. Um, yeah. So this week's trivia question is going to be, which of these games did not get their own limited edition PlayStation 3 console? Was it Final Fantasy XIII, Metal Gear Solid 4, Twisted Metal, or Yakuza 3? They didn't get their own PlayStation 3 console? Like a limited edition console. Voices, one more time. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 13, Metal Gear Solid 4, Twisted Metal, and Yakuza 3. I'm going to go with Twisted Metal. Yeah, I'm going to go with yeah. Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. I'm going Yakuza. Yep. Chase goes against everyone else and gets it wrong. It is Metal or God, it is Twisted Metal. Sorry, I almost said Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Twisted Metal was the only one that did not get a yeah. limited edition console. Yeah, yeah I, re- I remember the Final Fantasy one and I remember the uh, the Metal Gear Solid one. And then, yeah, it was... I feel like I like Twisted Metal enough if, if that had happened, I would have remembered it. <laughs> so I was going to do PS4 yeah. limited edition. I was like, that's still fresh on everyone's mind, though. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like everyone would be like, oh, yeah, I know at least most of the limited edition PS4s. So I had to run it back a little bit. And I thought about doing 360, mm-hmm. and I was just like, mm, no. Because <laughs> the, the three, in my opinion, the... Xbox 360 limited edition consoles were just miles better than anything else that's ever come out. Like you had the C3PO R2D2 Xbox, like oh yeah, Chef's Kiss. Yeah, that was awesome. That was which did the R2D2 beep? Yes, it did. And there was a uh, really there was a Simpsons Hit and Run limited edition console. Um, Oh man, I want that to be re-released. Yes, and and wasn't there two of those though? Wasn't Mm. there Hit and Run and something else? I think so. I think there is another Simpsons game, but I don't think it's like Hit and Run at all. Um, I don't know. I may have to look into it. But there was actually someone that was uh, remastering uh, Simpsons Hit and Run in Unreal Engine 4, but obviously they can't release it or anything due to, you know, piracy laws and stuff like that. But I remember looking at it, like, they remastered, like, all the textures in the game. Made it look oh, cool. yeah, they need to put that out. I mean, God, that was... That was a fantastic game. It really was. Um, also, not gaming related, uh, but John DiMaggio decided to sign up for the Futurama reboot, which means that now the show is going to be fantastic again. So we're looking forward to. <laughs> what was his hangup? They weren't. He wasn't getting paid enough, and okay. and no one on the show was getting paid enough, so they all renegotiated their contracts. So they're all getting paid more. And they're signing up for a 20-episode, one-season revival. Well, man, kudos for him for having the balls to stand up. Yeah. Worked out for everybody. <laughs> there was a- so apparently Simpsons Hit and Run 2 was in the works at one point and even had gameplay, but it is not. And there was never a sequel. Mm. See, I'm wanting to say there – wait, no. I, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Simpsons Road Rage. Mm-hmm. There was Simpsons Road Rage and Simpsons Hit and Run, so that's that's what it is. Yeah, they're, they're – Sort of similar, but yeah, they're not. That's where my confusion was. I'm, I'm hoping, if not this year, 
next year we get the announcement of the next South Park game. I'm ready for a new South Park RPG. The new season just started. I need to go watch it because apparently they're back to their um, thing where they're you know making episodes in one week again so they can keep up with like current world news. And so they've uh, been ripping on uh, the things that are going on over in Ukraine and Russia right now. And... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's so terrible, but so awesome. I know. <laughs> At the same time, that's like that's the one thing that South Park has like always just captivated me with is that they are so just on it because there's there's yeah. a whole documentary about how they make an episode in four days, and uh, yeah, but the the games were just fantastic too. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, as we're closing, uh, Stephen, where can everybody find you at on the internet? Oh, you can find me on SoundCloud. Uh, this is Breaker Beats 2020, or it's Breaker Beats. I think I changed it. Um, planning on getting some a lot of interesting stuff out there, like I said before, until I can get this whole Spotify thing uh, figured out. Um, and if I can't get it figured out soon, I think I'm just going to go ahead and release um, all the new stuff that I did on SoundCloud, because I just wanted to make those instrumentals um just like an exclusive to Spotify. Um, and it's pretty much it. Like my YouTube channel came to a complete halt. Um, I am planning on doing it, but uh, it's not in the near future. So SoundCloud would be your best bet if you want to hear any music that I've been working on. Um, and I've also been um, collabing with a couple of uh, gamers, streamers. Um, so I have a couple of instrumentals that you probably haven't heard on their channel. Um, we've got Token Black Guy. Yes, it's a South Park reference. Um, he does a lot of uh, Call of Duty, plays Spade sometimes. He does Facebook gaming, but um, I've been working with him. i uh, got a couple of my intros out with him. Um, then I've got a uh, guy overseas. I have to look up his name. Uh, he does Call of Duty Mobile. Um He's got a couple of my songs for intros and outros. So, uh, yeah, so I'm in, I'm in that business. If you need an intro or outro, holler at me. I got one. I have an intro from Steve. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Um, which I'll talk about in a second. But anyway, Michael, where can everybody uh, find you? Saltaction.com. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. Jace, anything to plug this week? Uh, nothing really to plug. Um, Gamefly is having another little sale, like like a big sale. But uh, I think Far Cry Six is twenty bucks right now. Call of Duty Vanguard is thirty dollars right now. Um, and that comes with everything that came with the game, like any kind of DLC codes like that. Um, I know the new PlayStation Store uh, deals went up this morning. I got a bunch of notifications on my phone about that, and then. GameStop had like a crazy deal this morning. I, I think it may have been a glitch, but they had like fifteen fifteen uh fifteen dollars off of any purchase this morning. So people were getting like uh Elden Ring and Horizon for like forty five bucks. Um Yeah, and then but apparently that deal ended uh about an hour or so ago. Hmm. So but other than that, yeah, I'm just I'll be in the Forbidden West if y'all need me. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, what do you got? Oh, uh, no many left behind. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. 
Um, so what I was hinting at, um, I haven't come up with a name for this yet, but uh, Stephen actually helped me with some music uh, for another show that we are going to uh, start. Uh, it's I, I haven't come up with a name with it yet, but uh, anyway, I'm still getting everything ready to go with this show. Um, but pretty much this is going to be instead of like this show, which is more like gaming news related, uh, this is going to be kind of like going back and um, reliving and you know ex- sharing like experiences with uh, games that mean a lot to like us. And uh, so, so like for example, like you know tentpole games throughout like my childhood would be like Mario sixty four and. Majora's Mask, Banjo-Kazooie, stuff like that, and then up to, like, more modern stuff, like, you know, just kind of, like, emotional games that, like, made you feel a certain type of way, or, you know, just got you through, uh, stuff like that, but the goal with this is, you know, you have several different people on, uh, lots of guests that haven't been, like, on this show or anything else that we've done, um, and spend, like, one episode, uh, every, probably every other week, for maybe once a month, depending on how things line up, just, you know, just doing stuff like that, and then, uh, but it'll be, it's not going to be a live show. It's going to be, I'm going to record all of these and then probably going to just throw them out there either like once every other week or just, you know, I'm still figuring it out. But anyway, I'll have more to share about that later. And also, as far as something you can look in today, as soon as this episode ends, like as soon as I hit end stream, I'm going to be clicking the start stream button and streaming Elden Ring on the channel. So if you want to see me uh, get my ass kicked uh, in real time, and get mad, and hopefully not break my PlayStation controller. Uh, that'll be happening shortly after we get done with this. So, thank you guys for watching. Richard, Stephen, Chase, Michael, thanks for coming to uh, hang out again this morning, and uh, we'll see you next time. Michael, do you have a plug before we go, though? Um, Not inserted currently, but I'm working on it.